Welcome to the Beginner's Mindset Living Room Podcast. Uh, this is your host, uh, Taki Musa. Uh, and uh, today I have uh, another guest. Uh, always I have uh, a special guest. So my special guest today is Nick. Nick is going to introduce himself. Uh, so please, Nick, uh, if you can just take a moment to uh, briefly introduce yourself. Uh, and then we'll take it from there. Of course. Um, and thank you, Taki, for having me on this uh, podcast. Um, yeah, really appreciate the invite to yeah. be a part of it. Um, so my name's Nick. I'm 23 years old. I'm currently living in the south coast of the UK. Right. The last couple of years, I studied a music degree and I graduated in August. Okay. And since then, I've been navigating life in lockdown. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um yeah and i suppose that's a, a a brief introduction yeah um about about me okay okay yeah so uh for for most parts you have been living in uk or for all your life more or less yeah so i was born in london right and i think when i was about four or five years old my family moved down to the south coast yeah and that's where i grew up and then when i turned 18 and decided to go to university i moved back to london okay. and have just been to different places in london since moving around a little bit okay all right yeah so uh do you have does london have a, a special place in in your life I mean, other than the, the fact that you went to school there and you were born there, but did you uh, decide to go back to, to when you decide to go to for your university studies? Was London a peak because of the programs that were offered or was it because you are, you are more keen of the location? To be honest, I think it's a bit of both. Yeah. Um, because some of my family still lived in London and we we were visiting them regularly right and yeah i it's it's even though i didn't stay there for long when i was younger it's always kind of felt like a like a home okay and also when i decided to go to university to study music right i figured that being in a city was probably the best option okay um, at the time so for that reason London, London made sense. And it just so happened that I found a course that at the time was what I wanted to do. Okay. So London was the was the call. Okay. All right. Okay. Uh, um, in terms of uh, um, what you were studying, uh, because you say you graduated with a music degree, is that correct? Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah, so can you tell us a little bit more about it? Because it, was it music theory? Was it practical? Um, any particular um, focus in terms of uh, maybe the genre of music, the type of instruments? Uh, so if you can just tell us a little bit more about that. Sure. Yeah. So I've actually, I studied at two separate universities. Okay. For the, for the first couple of years, I studied what was a professional performance degree okay and it was centered around instrumental playing 
mm-hmm. or I suppose mastering your instrument. Uh, yeah. And for me, that's the guitar. Okay. I spent two years at that university and that was very, very focused on performance. So we would perform at venues regularly as part of the course. Okay. We would spend a lot of time practicing, practicing theory for our instrument uh, and so on. Mm. But halfway through my degree, right. um, I, I decided to change for, you know, many reasons. Okay. Um, and I eventually moved to Goldsmiths, the University of London College. Okay. And instead of centering the degree around performance, I chose to study music in general. Okay. And that was more focused on contemporary composition, jazz studies, mm. and music teaching as well. Okay. All right. Okay. Wow. So um, that's quite interesting. Uh, and it's quite rich at the same time. Yeah. So uh, now that you, um, because you graduated last year in, uh, in August, and, and these are very interesting and unusual times. And, and I don't yeah. know uh, when is it going to be, when are we ever going to be back to normal so to speak or this is the new normal uh, but we'll see time will tell but uh, how has it been like for you um, in terms of um, you know finding your way uh, in terms of what uh, maybe finding either work opportunities or doing your your music uh, creation during this time with all the restrictions that uh, have been uh, imposed on us especially in UK, I think. Uh, uh. Yeah, yeah, they there's definitely been an abundance yeah. of restrictions since last year. Yeah. Um, so for the, uh, the first couple of months, yeah. whilst I was still doing my degree, right. I was very focused on completing that. And obviously, the world events had a very unique, um, they created very unique problems yeah. to finishing my degree which is why I finished a little later than was expected okay. when I graduated in August hmm. um and I think since then I've been navigating this time by focusing on I suppose well firstly just getting getting through life yeah <laughs> <laughs> because you know, it's not exactly been easy for, for anybody at the moment. Right. Um, and because it wasn't where I planned to be. Yeah. And there's a lot of differences mm. in the music industry at the moment as well. I've, I've been focusing on spending as much time as possible working on my craft in different areas that perhaps I didn't think that I would be able to have like much time to do if right. I went straight straight into working okay so to speak okay so uh take the COVID situation out uh mm-hmm. if we can imagine that uh right. so that will be more in line with what you had planned uh where would you have been today you think in terms you know, of that's what a, you do that's a great question yeah. um 
Gosh. Well, firstly, I wouldn't mind being somewhere warm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 um, but also before, before the first lockdown, yeah. I had, I was playing uh, sessions for artists hmm. where I would play guitar for them for live shows. Okay. And I had a couple lined up before the restrictions, which obviously were canceled. Right. I, I would have thought that if things had been different, perhaps that's what I would be doing regularly. Yeah. And there's a possibility that I would have stayed in London after I graduated as well. Okay. But yeah, um, it's almost, it's almost a relief that although I had a rough idea of what I wanted to do after yeah. university, right. I didn't, I didn't have any set plans. Okay. So, so, um, yeah, although things may have not worked out the way I planned, there's, there's still something that I've been able to, to take from the time. From the time that, uh, that you have. Yeah. And, and, and I think this is probably something that is very important. Uh, I think, uh, to talk about because, um, in general, uh, I think uh, if I look at this uh, uh, this moment that we are in, and uh, how initially many of us were frustrated by the limitations that it placed on us, um, but I think it's also the realization that we need to come to at some point that this is just the way life is, and and mm -hmm. though we did not anticipate, but we have to continue to live, and how how we um, uh, maybe um, convince ourselves or the kind of attitude that we have to continue to push ourselves through whatever challenges that we are facing is, um, is going to play a big part in how we, we succeed in whatever is it that we, we want to do. So yeah, I, for definite. Yeah. And I think as well, um, you know, exactly what you said is things can happen very quickly yeah and they can they can change overnight right and we could make i suppose all the plans in the world and have all the idea of what we might want to do but yeah as this time has showed us things can be quite unpredictable yeah so i think i think possibly you know some people's attitudes to their everyday life might have changed quite drastically Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. But do you also see it as, um, uh, depending on, uh, maybe let's talk about you. Uh, do you see any benefits that have come out of uh, maybe this slowdown uh, because of the restrictions that have been, we have been imposed, uh, that have been imposed on us? Uh, do you see any benefits, uh, direct benefit to you in terms of uh, at, a, at a personal level, what have you gained uh, from this? It's a, it's a good question because sometimes it's difficult to think that anything good would come out of a time like this. Mm. But personally, um, it has allowed me an opportunity to 
I suppose, really understand what I would like to see myself doing in the future. Yeah. It's also given me a lot of time to, to spend time with my family. Right. Because, you know, because of lockdown, we were, you know, very suddenly all together for a long period of time. Yeah. Um, and I think that although, you know, it has its difficulties sometimes, as mm -hmm. I'm sure that, you know, every, everybody does. Yeah. It's, um, it's time that I wouldn't have otherwise had with them. Absolutely. Um, so I think that's been, that's been one, I would say, but potential benefit. Mm. Um, but yeah, but as, as you said, I guess it's almost, it just feels like a way of life. Yeah. And at this point, it's difficult to even compare what it was like because it yeah. feels like so long ago now. You know? <laughs> <laughs> we have become so accustomed to it in some ways. Yeah. 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 Okay. But, but uh, how are the, uh, how are the things going in the UK now with uh, all these uh, vaccination uh, programs and everything? I, I think it's going well. Yeah. Um, obviously it's quite an exciting thought that at some point everybody's going to have immunity yeah. or at least some immunity and we're going to be able to go back to the way that, that life or similar to the way that life was. Okay. But other than that, you know, I've just, I've just been minding my own business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I think, uh, I think it's important to do that. Yeah. It's important to do that. So if we can talk about uh, maybe um, further to delve into music, uh, mm -hmm. um, we, we have talked about what you studied uh, and the, the different genres and the different uh, maybe disciplines that you focus on when you're in school. Um, so what about now? Or what about for the time that it has been since you came out of uh, school? Have you been creating any 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 musical work? And uh, um, are you are you target or like who who are your who is your audience? And um, yeah, so if you can just give us a feel of uh, you know and uh, at the background when we don't see you or when we don't hear from you, what what are you working on? Of course, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, funnily enough, yesterday I actually released some music oh, really? online yeah oh wow so that's what i've been kind of working towards at the moment yeah. um also within within the last year i think my music making has taken you know quite a turn i mm. started to listen to a lot of electronic music which i hadn't done in the past okay and to the point where i wanted to start making some of my own Okay. As well, kind of, you know, taking what I've learned from my degree mm. and music in general. Right. Um, and seeing what I can do to build that craft whilst I have the time. Yeah. So yesterday, yeah, I released some electronic music, which is available to stream online. You know, okay. shout out to yeah. Bandcamp um, where you can stream it. But yeah, it's... Um, it's, it's been interesting to work on the production side of things. Yeah. Because I've also, 
recently done some production uh, with Mo as well. Okay. Which um, hopefully people will be able to hear soon. Okay. Um, yeah, so it wasn't what I imagined that I would be doing, but I'm glad that I've had the opportunity to be able to do it. Right. And I think what will be next is releasing some more electronic music um, and seeing where that takes me. All right. All right. But how does it feel? Uh, so was it your, your first uh, project to release? The, the one that you just released yesterday or you had released some before? So as a session musician, mm. um, I've, I've played for records that have already been available to stream in the past. Okay. Um, but never as an artist. So, you know, it's always been going in to record maybe a guitar part for somebody else. All right. Um, and yesterday was the, yeah, the first time that I had completely, you know, composed, produced this, this um, piece of music. Yeah. Which, yeah, it was quite different, actually. Um, it put me out of my comfort zone a little bit. because <laughs> I'm, I'm quite happy to, you know, to sit behind the guitar and, and, and play what, what people would like on their tracks. But then yeah, releasing my own was, uh, was very different. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think that's, uh, it's, it's also quite enriching, I would imagine, because uh, like you say, just playing a part in a, in a big, uh, uh, maybe group, you, you give your contribution and then it ends there and you are never mm -hmm. uh, concerned or responsible for the entire um, outputs and and I think uh, this this is uh, the one that you have just released meant just that. So I yeah. think in terms of skill sets also uh, it's um, it requires a a broader uh, maybe range of skill sets that uh, some of them maybe you had and you developed and others you're just honing them or maybe you acquire. So it's quite positive to hear that. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Thank you. Um... It was, yeah, it was a positive experience as well. But yeah, you're very right. It's, there's, it feels like there's more responsibility, even yeah. though it was very low key. Yeah. And it's, it's available for the people who maybe would like to hear it. Yeah. Um, but I had, you know, no big plans of my music uh, going viral, so to yeah. speak. But even so, just putting music out there that is mine yeah was yeah was a very very different feeling you know after after some really lovely responses that i i had from friends and family yeah i definitely think that it's something that i would be happy to do again so it's, okay. it's been good to learn in in that respect too oh okay okay Wonderful. I would be interested to to uh, to to listen to to your music. So uh, if there is a way that you can you can uh, maybe share the the music, I think I would be very much interested. I don't know if Mo has listened to it or not, but I'm um, I'm sure he would be interested. And and so is Rahim, um, my my other son. Yeah. Mm. Well, actually, Mo Mo has been a a big help in this process, funnily enough. He, uh, he was my second pair of ears oh, before okay. I released the music. So 
yeah, it's a big, big shout out to Mo um, okay. All right. <laughs> for helping well, me with that. So, um, yeah, of course, I can I can send you the link um, after, after our conversation. Okay, wonderful, wonderful. One of the things that uh, I find very puzzling, but also interesting at the same time is, uh, you know, like uh, there's this generation gap uh, in terms of understanding between the people of your generation and people of my generation. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and then uh, there are so many layers that come into it when you have uh, even, uh, the, the 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 two groups and then you have those who maybe who live in uh, in the western world that they are coming from diaspora and and all these things but uh there's so much talk about that uh on how we can bring uh how we can bridge our understanding and uh in your view um if you are to relate maybe to uh, your own experience, either with you, uh, the, the elders within your family, your parents, or the people you know, or maybe the friends uh, that you have uh, through their stories that they share. What can you say are the main uh, maybe issues or, or triggers around, or maybe should we call them causes for, for not having enough understanding between, the, between these two groups? And, and it could maybe apply to the differences because of uh, that are coming out in all groups, but I'm, I'm just focusing on these age groups uh, in particular. So if you have uh, anything that you, you can share, uh, would be very much interested to hear. Yeah, of course. I, I think, I mean, to make a, a broad sweeping statement, I think a lot of it would come down to communication yeah, I think, and open-mindedness. I think that, um, yeah, sometimes I think anybody can forget that there's always something you can learn from someone else, yes. whether they're older or whether they're younger or, you know, whether they've lived through different life experiences to you. Right. I think with a willingness to communicate yeah. and to have an open mind about lived experiences, yeah. Then I think perhaps there would be slightly less. Um, I don't know what you know what how to describe it, but I suppose issues with communication. Yeah. Um, and understanding as well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I I really like the the one aspects of uh, of what you have said, which is uh, open mindedness, and and I think. This is probably part of the of the issue because we we even see occasions when there is an impression that there is a communication going on that the two people are engaging, uh, uh, but then the understanding uh, is not there or is very limited because 
someone goes into a conversation with uh, preconceived ideas and is not open-minded uh, to listen and to understand someone else before making a, maybe a, a conclusion about how you want to see that person. And uh, yeah, so I think uh, I will probably trumpet that uh, a lot more times, uh, even to myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's constantly something to think about. And, you know, I'm, I'm sure there are, there are times as well, and especially for me and for other people that they may not understand because you've never lived it. You've never experienced that. And right. obviously with, with the older generations, there's many more years that they have yeah. to draw from that experience. But at the same time, I don't think that necessarily diminishes the lived experiences for younger generations as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because uh, I, I remember when we were growing up uh, and the stories that we heard from uh, like my grandparents, for example, that was uh, back in Tanzania. And uh, one of the things was that it was so common at their, during their times was that uh, stories were passed on. Uh, mm -hmm. Well, traditions were passed on through stories. And uh, so you have people uh, like, like the, the, the societies were so structured in a, in a certain way and responsibilities were very clear that if uh, uh, you're coming from this tribe, uh, and you reach this age, this is what is expected of you. So I think in a way things were much easier, that the roles mm -hmm. were, were known, were expected, and, uh, you know, like uh, there was limited maybe misunderstanding, so to speak. And uh, I think through that, it was therefore expected that uh, the more years you live, the more experience you have and the more wisdom that mm -hmm. you have over life. But uh, with the globalization, with, uh, you know, interconnection in the world and uh, intermarriages uh, and, and everything that has come from globalization, things have changed quite a lot. And therefore, yeah. uh, time is not the factor or it's not the only factor. You can have someone who has experienced something for just two days, but it's uh, such a heightened uh, level of uh, experience that... Uh, if that, that person shares that experience, uh, it can mean maybe even 50 years of experience in someone's life. So I, I take it uh, that um, I think being open-minded is, is very important, yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, I've, you know, and I've, I fully, yeah, I hear that and, and agree. And I think that time is w one factor mm. and still an important one. Yeah. But yeah, that you know as you say i suppose there are many other factors to consider as well right um yeah okay all right so um probably now uh previous contacts uh, maybe i'd mentioned to you that uh, we we had a season one uh in the podcast um, which ran until end of last year and this is season two which has has well, is intended to take a sort of like a different shape in addition to what was happening in season one. So there's one-to-one -one conversation 
like what we are doing now, which happened last year in the season one. But there's another uh, format that is going to take place, which hasn't taken place yet, which will be some panel discussions. And uh, uh, I'll be very much interested in uh, maybe to know from you two things. One is uh, if you'd be interested to take part in, the, uh, in these panel discussions, uh, which I think will be happening uh, quite soon. I'll start uh, arranging uh, and coordinating some of the panel discussions uh, soon. So one is if you're interested to be part of the, of the panel discussion, and two, if there are any uh, particular topics that either you would not be interested to be part of or you'd be interested to be part of. Sure. Yeah, I would, I would uh, yeah, really appreciate being, being part of the panel discussion. Mm. I think it'd be, uh, be lots of fun. Yeah. And in terms of topic, I'm quite open to, to any topic. I, I don't particularly want to rule out okay. any, anything from, from the get-go. So Okay. All right. Yeah. Quite, quite happy to discuss and, and hear about anything. Okay. All right. So I, I think I'll be in touch um, just to uh, when I have some... Uh, uh, panel discussions lined up and then I will also share the uh, potential topics and at that time you will maybe be able to give your input as to maybe give a different direction or say that maybe you would want to wait for something else or something like that so we'll, we'll have a, a separate communication on that uh, closer to the time sure that sounds great Uh, the other thing that I, I, I also normally ask my guests is to uh, to share to share something uh, to to me as the host, but also to the audience. And uh, this could be maybe a remark, or it could be uh, something that you want to share as an experience that uh, you have. Uh, you have gone through in your life, but then it has impacted you in a, in, a, in, a, in a positive way so much that you would like others to, to benefit from it. So in, in, in short, if you have anything that you would like to share to, to my audience and to myself that you think we can all benefit from. Okay. Um, there's a... Yeah, that's a great question. I'm mm. just having a think of, of, of what I could say. Okay, firstly, mm. I, I think the biggest thing yeah. would be in terms of food-related stuff, Biscoff yeah. spread is worth trying. Okay, so that's take number one. Oh, okay, uh, can you say that again? Yeah, it's called Biscoff spread. And that's basically all I've been eating throughout the pandemic. Yeah. I didn't even know it existed. Okay. Until recently. That's my first kind of, I suppose, take my first okay. gem of wisdom. Eat right. biscuit spread. Secondly, in, yeah, in terms of lived experiences or something that I would like to communicate, I think in over the last year it's been it's been difficult for a lot of people for many many different reasons. Right. And what I have learned is the importance of being 
I suppose, open or even just being able to communicate how you feel. Right. Because, you know, in, in this pandemic, people have found real difficulties in mm. all aspects of life in which they might have never considered. Right. And I think that that can have a huge toll on somebody's mental health and well-being. Right. So I think what I would personally say is that, yeah, I found it incredibly important to be open to talking about how I feel mm. and also advocating that if you feel like you need help, right? you know, additional help, that mm. is that it's always okay to to find it yeah you know wherever you can if if possible whether that's through like a a support circle with friends and family or even more professional help yeah i think that it's yeah incredibly important to i suppose keep that in mind especially when we don't know when things could go back to normal right um, yeah so i think i think that's that's been a a huge learning thing for me personally and yeah if there's one thing that i would relay it, it, it would be that okay okay no i i think that is uh, very very important and uh if i may just say something around that is uh i mean it's, it's just about being honest and, and looking at yourself uh so if i take my situation is that uh there are moments uh when with this uh um isolation coming from the restrictions that uh, I felt was a bit too much uh, mm -hmm. and uh, only to realize that it was a bit too much for everyone in the in the household. So the the um, I think that provision of uh, having a conversation around that allowed us to be able to know uh, to be aware of what everyone was going through, but at the mm -hmm. same time also maybe coming up with a uh, uh, like um, some kind of uh, an agreement on how we're going to move forward as a family unit uh, with the understanding that everyone would from time to time need a space, uh, uh, personal space, and at the same time, you know, realizing when someone maybe even without expressing uh, orally, uh, but just to, you know, see that uh, maybe the other member of the family is not feeling well just to start, you know, having a conversation and finding out more. So I, I think that is quite important to be to be willing to share and to be to be able to express how you feel, uh, because at the end of the day, uh, it's, you really need to take care of yourself. Uh, each yeah. one of us need to do that. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. Well, I think that uh, brings us to uh, um, almost to uh, to a conclusion of our conversation, and uh, I would really like to thank you for for making the time for having uh, for your flexibility with all the changes that we had to make uh, from time to time, and uh, I want to wish you all the best 
in in everything that you do and a big congratulations on releasing your your first project so i'll be waiting yeah thanks a lot <laughs> for the for the uh, link so that i can also listen myself to your music and uh then i'll just end it with um you know yeah, an opportunity for you to ask me any question if you have uh if you don't that is fine as well and we'll just uh bring the conversation to a closure of course um well and you know thanks again i very much appreciate being invited to have this conversation yeah uh, it's been very enjoyable and uh, I, i'm glad we got to do it yeah question what has been your kind of favorite way to pass the time that maybe or like a hobby yeah you didn't have before the pandemic or you know even the last couple of months that you may have picked up now or like found a lot of joy in okay um, that you may not have considered beforehand yeah yeah uh, i think that's uh that's quite a good question and uh um i think one thing for sure is the uh i, I don't know whether that's a hobby a passion or uh, just an activity that I've uh, I've uh, started to be engaging is this uh, you know like because of the isolation and being at one place for too long I have uh, taken it very seriously that uh, from time to time I I break and then uh, I go out for short walks uh, so that is something that I do just to to um, to break this, um, uh, the uh, maybe the, the routine that uh, I have of spending a, a long time doing something indoor, but uh, as a as a, an interest, it's almost like it's been imposed on me uh, because I used to do uh, some exercise, mostly going to the to the gym, uh, and I was mostly working on uh, cardiovascular um, machines. But then I was, I started having problems with my knee. And because of that, I was not able to using those machines without feeling so much pain. So then during it coincided with this, uh, uh, this uh, COVID lockdown. So I've started, I started and I've continued to, to do walks as, a, as an alternative to the exercises that I was doing. So I become more regular doing long walks. It, it's, it varies in the past. I was doing more in the morning. Now uh, I'm, I'm still trying to figure out when is the best time for me to do because I, I change my timetable. But uh, that's the new thing uh, that uh, I, or the new interest or hobby that I've, uh, I've adopted during this time, yeah, walking. And I've, dis I've discovered uh, a lot of interesting things around my neighborhood, uh, around our <laughs> you know, just uh, it's a canal. Uh, sometimes you just sit on a, on a bench and you look at the birds and, and it's so soothing. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, I'll second that. Walking's great. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of fun if, if there's things to, uh, to view, to see yeah around around the neighborhood yeah sure. so that to be continued <laughs> <laughs> all right nick well thank you very much 
Yeah, and thanks again, Taki, and uh, I look forward to uh, to speaking again soon. All right. Okay. Have a good one. Yeah. You too. Take care. Okay. Bye bye. Bye.